Welcome back to the Turning Winds podcast. My name is Kevin Zundel. Turning Winds is a full continuum of care for treatment for teens who really could benefit from help academically, but really clinically as well to turn things around. If at the end of this episode, you're curious, you're looking for even more, I encourage you to go look at some of the other episodes that we have in season one and season two. In particular, I think it would be a benefit to listen to one of the moms and her son discuss some of the experiences and change that happened as a result of attending the program. Uh, That would be season one, episode seven, and they're all available to you. Uh, Many different aspects of the program, different roles I'm speaking with. And I think it'll give you a really good sense of the program and how it can help. Today, I speak on campus with Carl Basden, and we talk about sort of the unexpected times when you think it's going bad, but really is some of your best opportunities to work with these kids and help them out in the ways that they really need. Uh, so, Carl, you know, one of the things that I've observed here on, on campus is, again, there is a structure. There, there is set activities that, that happen, but I'm frequently, even within those, I'll see Kathy helping somebody one-on-one with academics. Yeah. I'll see Enoch sitting on the stairs telling a joke. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of one-on-one, very personal touches that... In these engagements, I can immediately see the kid light up, really getting something out of that moment, and 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 finding meaning in it and joy. Yeah. Um, I mean, what are the types of things that that you see in terms of the importance of it, but just little engagements that that people might not expect, like the ones I, I examples I gave. Yeah, I I actually gosh I those little things. I think are probably the big ones. You know, it's, I think if we took away all those personal connections and the personal touches between the, the staff and the kids, what would their journey look like and what would their outcome look like? I, admittedly, I'm not actually sure, but that scares me, the thought of that. Uh, it scares me. Uh, I think the big thing, I, I think the biggest motivator of change is connection. That's been my experience and countless other people that I've had the chance to engage with and communicate with. And so those little kind of touch points that you see where a staff goes out of their way um, to extend something to a kid, that, that stuff is just pure magic. Like that's, that's so beautiful to watch. Um, our staff undergo a significant amount of training and, and the training that they undergo is not just about what are policies and procedures because any good treatment center is gonna have solid policies and procedures that all the team follows. Um, We do good training on that, but we spend a ridiculous amount of time, energy, and resources doing human training. Empathy is a big one here at Turning Winds. That word is used a lot, and anytime we're training staff, two words that are my favorite are empathy, having empathy, and and having curiosity for kids. Um, And so if I come in here thinking my job is to control people, tell people what to do, this job's not going to be a sustainable job, and you're not going to effective be effective in influencing many people. Um, and so empathy is not just being nice to someone. Empathy is, on, on a very real level, it's the ability to 
put myself in the other person's shoes and think to myself, that would be really hard if I was in that position. Um, and even further, empathy is the ability to recognize someone's struggle and then search my own self for some struggle that I've had similar to that and, and connect emotionally, internally within myself, not, not intellectually, but emotionally connect and being like, that would be so hard. Then I'm not trying to control. Then I'm not this kid that just gave me the finger. I'm not taking that personal. I, uh, instead of saying, oh, you think you can, you can give me the middle finger and get away with it? I'll teach you a lesson. It's like, ah, oh, man, it looks really hard to be you right now. Like, it looks like you're going through some stuff. I'm not taking that personal. Uh, our training that our staff gets uh, around that is super important. And then if we see moments, because our, our staff are human, just like the kids, uh, I'll see a moment where there's a power struggle between a kid and a staff and, and things shift a little bit and all of a sudden two, it's two people trying to be right instead of two people trying to get it right. Um, we, we work with the kids. Those are the moments, right? When I see a kid struggle and something's not working well, our staff are trained. Like, let's go talk to that kid, engage with that kid, try to, try to provoke thoughts within this kid and get some change, get some movement. But it's the same thing for the staff. When, I, when we see a moment that, that wasn't, uh, wasn't smooth or felt rough around the edges or felt like, okay, like you guys both walked away from that experience liking each other a little bit less. And that's actually not the objective. And so we're not opposed to, to working with the, the staff on a hands-on, in-the-moment uh, kind of way also where we recognize a struggle and go back and do training with the staff. So the, the training is really important. Um, and, and our staff, I think the other part is the hiring of the staff. We, we don't hold on to people that don't connect well with people. This is a treatment center. That, that is a job requirement to work here. You've got to be able to connect with other people and have a desire to do that. If you don't have that, go apply at the jail. Like they don't actually have to connect with people down there. All they have to do is control, keep, keep the structure and keep the door shut. You know, that's actually not what we want at turning winds. Um, when I see uh, uh, what looks like a scary behavior, I don't want to lock that kid in the room. That's my moment to see that there's a struggle. And, and our, our, our biggest periods of growth, I always say to the kids, my biggest upswings always follow my biggest downswings. Always, if I allow myself to get through it. So when I see the struggle, I don't want to get, it, get scared of it and lock it up. I want to recognize that this is a unique opportunity to engage with that kid. So if you walked around Turning Winds campus for a couple days, as you have, any time that you see those organic meetings where you'll see a staff and a kid on their own, it's the staff recognizing that this kid has a need. And usually it's a, it's a kid that's struggling. It's a kid that's going through something. And that staff is extending themselves to that kid. And so I, I think you take away that that human element of from Turning Winds, the the compassion that they can have for the kids, the empathy that they're trained to have um, with the kids. If you take that away, our treatment's still pretty awesome. I just don't know that our outcomes are the same because the connection's not there. And so Turning Winds being a relational model program, um, I think that's, that's the most significant thing uh, or, or piece about who we are that makes us so good about what we do. So the best time to get help for your teen is really yesterday, but the second best time is today. And if you're in a situation where this really might be something that you feel might be a good fit, I encourage you to call 
800-845-1380 and share the situation that you're in. There's also a wealth of resources available to you on their website at turningwinds.com.